You are listening to episode 107 of Game Deflators Podcast. My name's John, and I'm joined by Ryan. Hey, everybody here at the Game Deflators Podcast. We like to talk about games we've recently picked up, games we're currently playing, and it's time we suck in today's Inflation Deflation Challenge. about that man uh we're the time sweeper we're sucking time okay it's time we suck john uh, it's I, a statement you know i see what ryan's doing here and i'm not gonna fall for it this week we played blinks on the xbox and uh ryan i gotta say i had some fun dude i was so excited to play this super old game this 12 year old game it's only 12 years old oh wait no no oh two sorry Oh, wait, yeah, it was, was the, uh, was the high say. point for the price. So, yeah, 18-year-old game. Man. Uh, you see, you got on me last week because I said 2019. You're like, it's been out six months. And now you go ahead and screw up so 10 wait, years, too. Who do, you think, who do you think this game voted for? It's old enough to vote. Um, I think if there was a cat-type president for, uh, uh, you know, or president-elect, I, I think it'd vote for the cat president. Meowth for president. Yeah, Meowth. Okay, so, uh, you know, here on the Game Flares podcast, we like to talk about games we've recently picked up, right? Uh, well, this week, I really didn't have a whole lot of games that I've picked up. I got the Game & Watch, finally, it came in, but I talked about that being a recent pickup. And I have a mystery game coming in from Limited Run Games. When I say mystery games, it's because I ordered something I don't know how long ago, and I got the confirmation that's being delivered, and that's about it. Hmm. So, I don't know if it's going to be Forgotten Anne or some other some title ps vita game i just saw somebody online had picked up from limited run i don't even know anymore man like it, they are so backed up right now because of everything that's going on in production that yeah, i imagine it, yeah so i don't know what it is i'm not even gonna look i'm just gonna open up the package and go wow i got my game and it'll go on the shelf that, that's how these things work here ryan right uh i did slim down on some of the stuff i had to sell though so the PlayStation... You enabled other people to pick up things. I did enable other people to pick up things, and that's what happens. So, yeah, that's that. So I, I didn't have anything crazy. Uh, God, did I get any magic cards? No, man, nothing. John, you're not allowed to buy any more magic cards until you get rid of the ones that you just got. I don't know what you're talking about. Have you seen the garage, by the way? I, I've seen all the other pictures. Okay, yeah, you got to see what it looks like right now after I organized. I want, I want to see what kind of, like crazy tower you could make out of them well you saw the picture right that justin showed you no no but i'm like build a house of cards out of like all your lands and super glue it so that it doesn't fall down oh yeah i was gonna and say. just make like a giant magic mountain that'd be pretty cool you could call it magic mountain magic mountain and make it all out of mountain cards i don't have that many mountain cards but we could i don't well, play all I don't of play the red. lands then all the lands and at the top it'll be a mountain for well, magic that's why mountain. it's a magic mountain because it's made of all the kinds of lands ah i see i uh. see okay cool yeah that, that works um yeah oh you know what i did pick up some D D stuff oh yeah yeah so uh it, you know our other our secret episode that'll be released at some point in time for D D part two that we've recorded i didn't mention it in this so i got uh a vinyl of avernus the campaign that I plan on playing uh, here pretty soon. And yeah, dude, it's pretty cool. It has a whole city um, block, you know, mapped out and it's in a vinyl, like doesn't flip up, nothing just lays flat. And it'll be great that the players be able to like point out where they want to go and like cool. physically see the city versus me having to draw something out or, yeah. or print out a picture. So that was pretty cool. So I yeah. got that and I got some minis. Okay. Currently playing though, 
I pulled a Ryan this week. Yeah, I heard about this. I definitely pulled a Ryan. So normally we make fun of Ryan for not finishing games. This week, hey, we I don't didn't make finish. fun of Ryan for anything. We chastise him. So uh, <laughs> we chastise Ryan for not finishing games on a weekly basis here. Well, this week was my turn, and Cameo finally got the boot. My wife and I have been playing that on and off for the last several months. Mostly just, off? Mostly off. It just never really didn't really stick. Like, it's got great reviews. It says it's a great game, but we were so in between playing it that when we came back, we're like, what were we doing again? What do these characters do? What's the story? And we're just like, you know, screw it. Let's play something else. So I think that's what happened to everybody else that bought Cameo. Well, dude, it's got like 8 out of 10 across the board on like Metacritic. And, you know, regular critic reviews are even higher. Wow. So it's not a bad... I didn't know that it was that well-reviewed. It's actually not a bad game review-wise. It just seems like the launch title that nobody would really want. Because yeah. that's how I felt about it. It, it was... It was okay. Like while playing, I'm like, yeah, this is, it's good graphically. Like I could see the gameplay being all right, but the story just wasn't compelling enough for us to be like, yeah, like this is a great game. We should keep playing this every single day. Uh, so we've moved on to Super Mario 64 in the 3D All-Stars. So we started playing that. We are, we just finished a second world or second painting. And uh, we're working on the first one actually. Cause we, we got like, we beat the King bob got the star we needed, went to the next world, and then like just blitzed through that. And now we're going back because we're like, oh, well, we probably should have finished the other one. So that's currently what we're playing. And it, it's fun. It's not a game I ever really beat. I never had an N64 as a kid. So being able to play it now on the Switch seems cool to me. So we're going to keep playing that and get frustrated with controls and ice levels down the road. Yeah. Yeah. So that and I didn't play any Jade Cocoon this week because I've just been prepping for this weekend and other stuff and you know stuff with the other house and whatnot so it's been a hell of a week so no jade cocoon but mario 64 what did you get though uh so my google stadia came in okay. uh, it actually just came in this morning i walked out and i was like a box with my name on it that never happens what did i order and then i opened it i was like oh yeah i forgot i got that and i think it's still up i don't know i haven't looked at this i can't confirm but if you've had youtube premium since before November 6th, you could get $100 off your $100 Google Stadia. So they're just giving it away. Yeah, just get it. The controller feels really nice. So the controller alone is probably worth it so you could play any game on your PC. Yeah. You know, I should probably look into that just for the controller to get one for free. Dude, or I mean, just like for any game that has controller support on like, like you can get non-Stadia games on like iPad or uh, well, I'm thinking on for your when mobile. I get, I'm thinking for when I get xCloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really a comfortable controller. I, I like it a lot. It looks sharp. Uh, I like that it came with the Chromecast Ultra, which I didn't know about this, but it has like a hardline Ethernet in. And I was trying to get it all set up, and I couldn't quite get it all set up. I'm coming up with an error. When you try to connect the Stadia controller to your display device, everything runs on Wi-Fi. So you're got to be on the same Wi-Fi yeah. Network in order to use the controller instead of it doing Bluetooth or something like that. Wait, so you have you can only use the controller if you're on the internet? Yeah. That's weird. Like that's how it communicates is huh. through Wi Fi. Interesting. Well you gotta figure, I mean, it's like I guess you it is Stadia, so you could potentially be out on your mobile device, but that you could probably connect it to 
somehow i would maybe, imagine maybe you hotspot your phone or something so it could it... be i mean they both have wi-fi they're both wi-fi enabled devices interesting okay so i don't know well we'll we'll uh, see i, I will might get report one. back hopefully it doesn't take me too much tinkering because i think you have to sign up for like the stadia premium or pro or whatever and you know the idea is just cancel it before it hits you with your first renewal yeah because I think there's free stuff on there and stuff that you have to buy and probably stuff that you get for free if you have the Pro. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to tinker around with it too much. I'm just kind of upgrading my existing Chromecast with the one that this came with. Gotcha. And hopefully that'll be like better and faster and easier than the old discount one I've been using for a few years. That makes sense. So... Well, anything else, or just the uh, Stadia came in? Uh, that's it. I don't buy stuff, John. I got yeah. no money. It's true. He just uh, Ryan just comes over here, pulls stuff off the shelf, takes it home. Speaking of which, where's my uh, Ghost Tsushima? Oh, we were actually. I meant to bring that because she said she wasn't actually going to play it. Go oh. figure. Well, go figure. Yeah, tell your wife to bring it. I will bring it. Okay. Uh, and how are things? I see it blank. How are things on the Persona front? So they are going okay, uh, making a little bit of progress here and there when I can. I'm trying, like I said last week, not to like consult a guide constantly, but I made this stupid mistake going through this castle where I used all of my SP healing items for restoring for my magic and stuff because i was using i was telling you about the battle system last week how you use the weaknesses of the enemies and they all get knocked down and then you get like a instant ko with all your team bashing on them mm -hmm. so that's the dummy way to do it what you're actually supposed to do is just attack all the way up and conserve your magic because it's more useful to use your SP restoring items to restore SP so that you can heal your party. So I got all the way like up to the top about to fight the boss. And it's like, okay, I don't have any SP healing items and I can't just go buy them because like every time you leave, like a day progresses and then you've got to do more stuff the next day. And it's like, you've got to come back. Like if you leave without finishing the dungeon, like on your first try, now you're wasting an extra day to do the dungeon. Gotcha. So there's this fox that will totally restore your stuff that's uh, one of the... Oh, God. What are they called? They're I do have a like question. Houses. What does he say? Uh, I don't know, man. I haven't been able to talk to him. He's too expensive. Uh. But it's like the more uh, rank you get, social rank you get up with him, the cheaper it becomes to heal. So, so he's an actual fox. Yeah. Right now he wants like 40,000 to heal. And it's like, it's all the money I have. And I just got that money. And I would like to buy some more weapons and stuff after I get out of this dungeon. Well, it'll be interesting to hear what the fox says. Yeah. yeah. So I just had to keep throwing that line in there to. Yeah. I, know. Caught it, I see what it you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I am going to have to consult like a little bit of guide stuff like that. Cause like the only way to level him up is to do some quests around town for other people. So it's like, I think I'm going to have to use a little bit of guide where I was kind of trying to just throw that out the wind and just do it myself and mm -hmm. hopefully get through it faster. Now I'm going to have to slow down and consult this guide every once in a while. So I'm not happy about that. 
Well, hopefully you beat it before uh, New Year's because... Dude, honestly, yeah. I'm really scared that it's not going to happen, and I don't know what that means. Like, are, are we done? Do I have to, like, quit the podcast? Like, do you have to get a new host? Um, no, I think it just means I'm going to shit on you for an entire year. I guess. Yeah. Or maybe it means I have to do two next year. Man, if you couldn't do one this year... <laughs> well, I will have to still finish this. That is true. You will have to finish it for sure. But you got to try and finish it before the first. That's hence I new know. games are people are the the dozens and dozens of fans that listen to this podcast uh, want to hear what you have to say, Ryan, and they can hear what you have to say no, on our I social can media. Hear what they have, man. To say. I had a segue into social media, Ryan. Well, keep going, you but say it me, right. You cut me off. Okay, they want to hear what you have to say. No, but social media is where I get to hear what they have to say, John. Yeah, but you're going to tell them on our social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Oh, I'm not on there. I know you're not. They'll, <laughs> they'll basically hear a third party from me. So, yeah, basically find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Game Deflators, on Twitter at Game Deflators, and all of those awesome podcast applications out there, Podcast Addict, Podbean, Apple Podcast, Podcast Addict was already said. Just find us out on there and give us five-star reviews, six if you can do it. We believe in you. We do believe in you. So before you get to your trivia, because I know you got it waiting, uh, this week we'll be talking about Capcom's uh, big leaks that happened from a hacker, uh, Assassin's Creed, and whether we think it should end, and of course, should console scalping be illegal? Really just scalping in general for, uh, for these electronics. All of the electronics. Ryan, what trivia do you have to lay on me today so everybody will think I am a terrible gamer? What do you got? Okay. So, John, how much money does the average player spend on Fortnite? The answer may shock you. In... Remember, Fortnite is a free-to-play game. Now, are we talking on an annual basis or monthly basis? Uh, just assume it's uh, just an average player lifetime. Like, not somebody who's, you know, like... In between the people who are up there spending money every month on Game Pass and the people who went on and played it for six months and never went back and they bought like a skin. Okay, somewhere so, somewhere in the middle there. So what would you be your your best guess as a average player lifetime? I'm gonna say a thousand dollars. What? Yeah. Lifetime, right? Dude, I know people who spent tens of thousands of dollars on games. Okay, John, you're so far out of the ballpark. No, wait, like, are we talk wait, hold on. Are we talking like five hundred dollars? Average player. Two hundred. Jeez. Okay, John, it's sixty dollars, man. It's the price of a full video game. They're basically paying full price for a game that is a free game. Hey, you're, man, you're crazy. You think that these kids are out there? Yeah. Like, you think the average player is spending uh -huh. two hundred? Mom and dad's credit card, man, no limits. But the average one, like between the consumers that are like, I'm not spending money on a free game because it's just something I play on the bus. Hey, you think two, they're spending my, $200? My secondary $200 average was not bad. There's people, dude, come on. I know people have spent, like I said, thousands of dollars on games. Yeah, yeah, but that's free some, games. That's some people. That's not the average person. Those are the whales. Well, that's how you get the, the average. The whales are like 1%. But that's how you get the average. If 10 people spend zero and 10 people spend $1,000, you get 500 I think, if my math's right. I did not graduate with a math degree. All it's right. apparent. Apparent. All right, I'm 60 not gonna, bucks. I'm not going to ask number questions anymore. You know, what, anymore. what's funny, man, is in my head I was thinking 50, and I'm like, 
I bet it's like 50 bucks, but it's going to be I'm some. I'm going to go for a thousand. No, I was like, it's going to be some stupid ass amount. Like it has to be okay, some stupid so ass that's amount. That's what, that's what got you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like in my head, it was like 50 bucks is like right away what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, Ryan's going to throw like some ballpark random ass number. It's going to be absurd because it's, you know, this game and well yeah. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be good trivia if it wasn't interesting like it i think it's really interesting that you know people are spending about what they should spend for a full game yeah which sounds about right i mean with your skins and everything else that you purchase for the game but you know like i said there's people who spend hundreds of dollars and get i haven't played any Fortnite at all so i wouldn't know if there's like skins for guns and characters and then like having to purchase extra levels or anything like that I, i'm not fully aware of everything fortnite has to offer other than it's a bunch of teenagers and crap okay and anybody who plays fortnite out there i'm sorry for what i just said okay so <laughs> old our, man screamed at cloud old man screams at cloud yeah that's probably about right for me we've gotten to that level man where our hips are hurting and we just want to lay down and do nothing right. yeah Okay. Our, our heads are starting to lie. All right. <laughs> yeah, Shakira lied to all of us. Okay. So uh, Capcom's game release plans for the next four years are leaked by hackers, and that's probably not all that's going to be released. And this is by, uh, it looks like, Taniel Eveland of Game Rant. Ryan, you're the one that actually, I had no idea that this happened other than a picture I saw on Facebook the other day with a, a circle around Power Stone. And... That was about it. That's all I knew. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. And that's kind of where it stopped. So you go ahead and open us up here and kind of give us some background on what happened. And then we can kind of talk about these games. Okay. So for anybody out there who doesn't know, um, we'll we'll find and share like uh, an article dating back to when this happened. But somewhere at the beginning of this week, I think it was, it might have been late last week, um, some hackers hacked capcom somehow i don't know what they did i'm not i'm not a hacker but they hacked capcom and they stole like a bunch of data and they've been ransoming it and leaking like every day that they don't get paid they're like no man we're serious and they're sending out like the equivalent of a toe to the people and giving us some info well, so this is more than just a toe what we got here well, this is just a four-year schedule of games that they were going to come out but it's like what we don't know is like do they have actual like data for these games like do they have like content that they could release or is it just like they know like what the calendar is going to look like which is still i mean announcing a game and you know doing it on your time and on your schedule that can be like a make or break for a game well, probably not everything on this list here but well, like this list dude it the way it's shaped out it makes sense it's crazy like that this would go through so i'll, I'll read the list since it's about the most i got out of it initially uh resident evil outrage q4 of 2021 dragon's dogma 2 q2 of 2022 uh, and I'll, I'll do the years in a bit. Uh, Street Fighter VI would take place in Q3 of that year, followed by Rockman, uh, which is really Mega Man in English. Uh, Rockman Match, and that's Q3. Then you've got in Q4 Resident Evil 4 Remake, which I know you would be excited about. And then Omanusha New Work, which is, that sounds like more of a working title, hence work. I think these are all working titles, because we know that well, it's Resident, Resident Evil, Evil 4. Village. Well, Resident Evil 4 would be what it's called. Resident Evil 4 Well, no, remake. but I mean, like, Resident Evil Outrage would probably be Resident Evil Village, because that's already been announced. Yeah, true. Unless it's some sort of, like, online-only type deal. Could be. Which could be something new. Uh, so then you've got, in Q2 of 2023, starting out that, Monster Hunter 6, which was a bestseller for them several years ago. 
uh, Biohazard Apocalypse uh, Q3 of 2023, Super Street Fighter 6. So basically taking uh, Street Fighter 6 in 2022 and making it super in uh, you know the next year. And that, of course, we know is just a roster update most likely. These are a few interesting ones. Final Fight Remake in Q2 of 2024. Power Stone remake, so Sega fans will be excited. And that's I want to play Power Stone so bad. Hey, I've got number two Wait, here. Didn't we play Power Stone? No, not yet, and I do have it. Uh, hopefully, my copy Power works. Stone. It seems like all my Dreamcast games tend to shit the bucket. I remember looking in gaming magazines at that one specific game and wanting to play it so bad and never having the opportunity. Yeah, we'll, we'll do uh, an episode of that at some point. Uh, then we've got, uh, you know, if you thought Super Street Fighter Six was uh, a whole lot, how about Ultra Super Street or Ultra Street Fighter Six? Uh, which is probably another roster update, and that'd be Q4. And then to round out 2024, you've got Resident Evil Hank. I'll that tell boy you what. ain't right. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. So uh, That's what I'm waiting for, man. I want to see that game, the Hank Hill Resident Evil Hank Hill game. If Hank Hill is not in there as an Easter egg, we're going to be dis- disappointed. So that's your leaks, and of course, if Capcom doesn't pay, evidently we're going to have more leaks. But from what I was reading here, it said stuff about like source code and whatnot was leaked too. In this article, so that's pretty interesting. Or maybe it was another article I was reading, but yeah, they're releasing a lot of stuff so far. I mean, this is a pretty good list, and who knows? Maybe we'll get a list that comes out that says uh, acquisition news. Right. That'd be pretty interesting to see something like that leaked. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, that's that's a lot of good-looking games and stuff. It's it's kind of disappointing though when you know. Like, if we know that all those things are going to come out and, you know, they don't get delayed further by COVID, like, who knows when that list was generated and made up? Like, that could be, like, an older thing. I don't know. Well, but I would say I I don't know much about the video game planning or the industry and how long it takes them generally to make a game. But I would say that's probably... two years, three years. We'll tell that to Square Enix. Uh... You know, Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy yeah. 7, Final Fantasy 15, all those games. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was Versus 15. Well, I mean, even uh, Cyberpunk's super delayed still. Yeah. that is that getting delayed into 2021 or is it no, in it December? No, it comes out December 10th. As of now. Uh, but yeah, so I think that could probably be a pretty accurate list. It could just very well be a, a four-year plan too. I mean, but it's we don't kind fully of, know. It's kind of boring to know what everything's going to be like getting the announcement like getting that like fresh trailer drop and you're just like oh my god like you know that's what makes events and stuff so it's like if everybody just knows it's going to be like next year and it's like oh yeah i, re- I remember they said this was going to come out it yeah looks good yeah and i mean that's part of it too right like hey pay up or we're just going to keep leaking more crap right. so the eight-year plan <laughs> the eight-year plan well in that article we left out 2026 i, th- I think that article uh wait that's only six years that's not eight years no but i mean they would leave out oh 2026 so they had another thing to leak later oh my god so yeah another thing that article had mentioned uh which is now skipping my mind because the whole six years eight years thing oh god it's gone it's gone ryan something else the article had mentioned john has lost his mind officially lost it i officially lost it if i think of it later if he ever even had it hey (laughs) <laughs> All right. It's time for Assassin's Creed to end, Ryan. That's our next article. I this agree. One, uh, I like this name. Uh, you like it too. It's by Marshall Honoroff. Or Honoroff. We're going to go with Honoroff because that sounds better. And that's at Tom's Guide. 
Uh, so really what we're talking about here is, um, well, Assassin's Creed is, what, 13 years and it's gone on too long. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know what your experience with Assassin's Creed was, but I remember being super stoked and getting the first Assassin's Creed, taking it home, playing it for a while. I was like super into it. I thought the sci-fi stuff was really interesting. I thought the, you know, being an assassin in like the old world, I don't even remember where the first one was set, but... Was it like Persia or something? Something or? like that, yeah. But it was so cool and it looked amazing and like the movement with the parkour and stuff, that was all like still pretty fresh, like it hadn't been in every game yet. And now it's been in every game for 13 years. Yeah, yeah. This kicked off a lot of stuff and it really opened the world up to doing like some really interesting stuff. I mean, this went straight into like the Arkham series and that Spider-Man series we mm -hmm. love now. Tsushima took yeah. a lot from this as well. There's so much blood from Assassin's Creed that's gone out and I just gotten bored playing even that first game because i realized like when did i just do this the yeah. exact same thing in the last mission and they still hadn't gotten like fully open world like you had to unlock parts of the town at a time which, which... i'm okay with that to be honest because it allows you to focus in one area and then branch out kind of like what Tsushima did right yeah it, it does allow you to do that and then go back and fulfill other quests yeah, if you exactly. want to but yeah, it's kind of like, dude, I had the same experience. So I played the first one for a bit, got through however long. It was just like, you know, this isn't for me. It's kind of repetitive. It's the same stuff. Graphically for me, it wasn't like, you know, when I played on the PS3, I had other games I had played on PS3 and I boot up Assassin's Creed. I'm like, this just isn't even close to the power that this console at the time is able to handle and what it's able to do. Hence, you know, like I'm playing Uncharted at that time. So it had been a while before I played Assassin's Creed. But I'm like, there's other games that are so much better on this console. Why would I ever want to play this? So my wife plays it and she loves them. Like she plays, she's played all of them so far at this point outside of beating Odyssey. Yeah. And I've kind of vicariously, you know, played the games mm -hmm. through her and watched her play them and, and seen how You've it's gotten a developed. lot of exposure. Yeah. And like, I've played a little bit here and there with her. Like she's asked me to beat some boss battles uh, occasionally if she can't get through something and I'll, I'll do it. But yeah, for the most part, I would say the style and what I've seen is just, it's repetitive. It's the same thing. It's the same formula, just rehashed over the course of 13 years or 12 years, however long it's been out. And it's kind of, you know, how much more can they do? Like we had talked earlier about, well, what if they do like a World War II type thing? Like that would be kind of cool, but what are you going to do? The same flipping formula and have like assassins you know american assassins trying to find you know nazis and kill hitler nazi templars like yeah nazi templars it actually would be kind of interesting don't take our idea ubisoft they will uh but yeah like and that would be an interesting twist i guess like hitler didn't like kill himself or something it was you know you as an assassin an american assassin came in and committed the deed and the rest is history type thing or tell like a smaller story on like another front yeah, like expand, like even expand on things like Black Flag. But you know what's going to happen, dude? We're probably going to get like Assassin's Creed Black Flag HD remake on the PS5. Oh, and Assassins the, in space. Assassins in space. Like They need to go future shit. with it. No, please don't. <laughs> they did that for Call of Duty. What is it? Future Warfare yeah. or whatever it was. And yeah, that you saw how that went. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's they're beating a dead horse at this point. It's a cash cow. It's no longer milking cash. You should probably move on. I, I mean, I'm right there with you. Not a huge fan of the series. I think that I think that the smartest thing and the part I love most about this article is right at the end where he says that, you know, he 
it's a good idea for them to keep making games that they're good at. Like they're good at making historical action games. Keep making historical action games. Just don't make them about Assassin's Creed. Like you can still do like a really dope game, even using a lot of that same stuff, but tell more of an original story or even more of a true story. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure that there was like some crazy spy that's been out there like in the front lines like something Casablanca but with like a little bit more action like give me something like that like tell real stories of real people in like crazy situations and you know exaggerate it with the way you love to do in video games but get rid of the sci-fi Eden and the hidden blade like we all love the hidden blade but the hidden blade is not what it used to be for people no it's literally the same thing it's always been why does the viking have a hidden blade yeah viking nor- well i wouldn't say they don't have a hidden blade but i i've watched the show vikings and i think they've done it a few times where they've killed somebody with a hidden blade i don't recall go watch vikings it's really cool uh but that being said man i'm right there with them too very well they could be making you know historical accurate type games make them more of a cinematic experience where you're telling the story of an actual individual getting historic and they they do take a lot of historical information to make these games don't get me wrong a lot of this is actually there's a lot of accurate stuff oh, yeah, in these yeah. games keep doing that you're yeah good at it yeah they're good at that part and doing the research so you're right don't make it and he's right too uh on or off don't make it only assassin's creed bring in more creativity like we're kind of done with that and you can work in new things like instead of having to be like you know bows guns same kind of different swords axes hidden blades like all those games have some combination of all that stuff it's like you could you know change it up change up your arsenal give you a chance to like do something different have weapon do i don't know if they have repair but like weapons break you're not always using the same weapon uh change things up i agree so yeah if uh, you got any thoughts on that let us know on social media uh, of course and our next piece which i know is probably going to take a while for us to get through so hopefully we uh we don't expand too much on it uh should console scalping be illegal xbox series x and ps5 sales are being abused this is by aiden carter at keen gamer so I'm going to start off right now with saying I don't think that scalping necessarily should be illegal. I think the method in which you're able to scalp should be illegal. So that being bots that get ahead of the queue, which basically ensure that nobody else can get their hands on a product, creating a false demand and increasing the price of that. I would put it akin to uh, price gouging in a sense. You know, when you're in a situation or, you know, right now we're in a pandemic, obviously, but if you're in a situation where, say, it's a hurricane or say it's a major, you know, natural disaster occurs and you start spiking up the price of gasoline and gouging customers to get the best bang for your buck as an individual without taking any regard towards those that want it or that product, I would put it akin to that in that you're using a method to basically deplete the entire supply available so you can essentially force the hand of consumers who don't know any better into purchasing an extraordinarily priced or really high priced console which that that's kind of where i would put it man like i get it and the the main thing i've always felt is that if you want to stop people from scalping and doing this 
don't buy the product. But the problem is you have people out there who either are impatient and want the product right now, or they just have the money and are like, all right, I'm cool paying that type of money because it's a premium and it's it's available right now for $800 or $1,000 versus $500, and I'm not going to get my hands on one for a while. Like, If you stop buying, scalpers are not going to be able to sell the product, hence they're not going to scalp. Like, Just don't pay for it. And that's, it's kind of frustrating because there's products that I want to buy, but I'm not going to sit there and pay, you know, for the, you don't uh, even want to pay full price for like a regular console. You want to yeah. wait a couple of years for that to come like, down anyway. Exactly. So like somebody like me is really unaffected in that aspect, but you know, like my graphics card, AMD did their release the other day. And while normal consumers got it and like, I had a chance to buy one on Amazon, like it was there, I could add it to my cart and everything. They didn't release the right graphics card that I wanted. Like they only had they had one particular version versus one I needed. And those went pretty quick too, like within minutes uh, versus seconds. But you know, that was, there were bots and other people that were on there too. And it's, it's not a matter of like, you know, I just don't want to, I, for one thing, don't want to pay that much money. But the other thing is like, I just want to finish my damn computer and have a GPU. Like, is it that hard to to do this? Like all you're doing is pissing people off. Like I'm not going to pay your high price point for whatever you're scalping and but there are people that will unfortunately and that, that's the frustrating aspect and by the way in that article they had mentioned that uh in 2018 the u.s government tried to pass a uh, it was the grinch bill apparently which was supposed to be against bots and other types of illegal well not illegal but other types of activities like to circumvent that so that general consumers like you and i can actually get something like we want to which is why i was so happy to see at nintendo and Amazon put a one per person limit on uh, on Amazon. There was a one per person limit for the Game and Watch when I was buying it. And then with Game or uh, with Best Buy, they actually had it towards a staggered release, like I talked about, uh, I think a couple episodes ago, where you could pick one up, but it would like add to cart, like would be there, and it disappear, and then it come back and it disappear. Like it was periodically updating uh, uh, product. So there's ways that companies have tried to you know, go around the bots and try and handle the issue, but they aren't doing it so effectively. And it really is frustrating at this point. So that is uh, old man yells at cloud 101, your turn. Yeah. Okay. So um, it definitely should not be illegal. That's bull. We don't need, we don't need the government coming in here telling <laughs> us how to buy our stuff. Like we don't need that. That's, that's taking it a step too far, but you know, bots super suck. And I wonder if this year, like they talk in the article about how the sneaker industry was affected by the same kind of thing. And I just, I don't remember having this problem. Like when I got my 360 at launch, I actually had to wait till like March to get mine, even though I reserved it in uh, July. Like, you know, I, I short supply like in this year, it's especially bad because of the pandemic. And, you know, they had to shut down all the factories for a while. And, you know, yeah, it, it, it makes just, sense. This was not the good year. And I feel like everybody, especially being stuck at home, feeling frustrated already. Like our our little neck of the woods has really felt the shit out of this this year because it's like every time, every week, it's like PlayStation's launch, like. A, the retailers screw up and they let people go on and they release it early, yeah. you know, before it's even supposed to be scheduled. So it's like they're screwing up there. Well, and the bots are already in place at that point to purchase yeah. those items. And then the next week, uh, 
whoever did the last graphics card, they screwed up their launch. And then Xbox was teasing them and they're like, we're not going to mess up our, they're messed up their launch. Like it's been a really tough year for anybody to get a hold of any of these. And I think one of the ways that these companies are going to do this as well, moving forward to try and avoid any sort of issues like this is you'll probably have limits like Amazon did of one per person as an online retailer. And then I can imagine that they might do something along the lines of you have to be here in person to do it. That would be the easiest way. One per person, in person, that's how you're going to get it. And then after the first week or so, okay, get as many as you want. Like at that point, doesn't matter. Um, to allow people to secure that pre-order. Like you had mentioned you want to go to Best Buy and get a card to be able to get the uh, Xbox, but they had sold out online. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. And they didn't, they weren't going to be doing like the in-person at all for, but I mean, that's again, that's another that's thing that's kind of wise. just this year. Yeah. But like Nintendo actually has been killing it, like you said. You know, they did a really successful, we both thought that these, like, 35th anniversary Mario things, like, you and I each bought two copies of uh, the Mario, and you returned your other one, because that market's just not going anywhere. Like, no. I kept my other one, because I didn't feel like returning it, and who knows, maybe, maybe, like, a warehouse will catch on fire next month. Maybe. Same with the Game & Watch. Like, I, you know, I bought a couple of those, and, and but the initial yeah, you reason... you wound up returning them, because yeah. they're not worth it, because the Nintendo's doing, like, a good... They've actually got enough out there for everybody that wants one, and, like, even the Switch, which has been selling, like, hotcakes, like, they found just were like, oh, hey, you know that special edition Animal Crossing one that came out? We found a bunch more. We're just gonna put them out there for anybody that wants one. Yeah, and you know, and the thing of like with you and I buying a couple extra copies, right? Like to buy a couple extra copies, no biggie, it's right? Different. We're talking about people that are out there that they're purchasing literally consoles to the ceiling of their house, like twenty, thirty consoles. There's actually a scalper that was bragging how he made twenty seven thousand dollars by doing this. Yeah. Well, and, and like I, I wonder if he's like, even paying taxes on top of that. You yeah. Know? I feel like buying consoles is different than buying games because it's like not that often that you run into a game that's instantly going to become so valuable when you purchase it unless it was like a super limited edition something and it's not even about the game at that point. Yeah. Like really games themselves. I mean, that's what we talk about all the time here. Like how much are those games actually worth? Eh, usually not that much. It's everything around the game. There's only like things like you've got like rule of rose and stuff where it's like oh wait they actually didn't make a lot of this yeah and it's probably not really worth the money anyways yeah and there's games that i look at now i'm like yeah you know that's probably gonna be worth a bit of money here in the next several years like dude every time i go to the store i've got this like prospective thinking of like all right what is going to at some point be worth a good bit of money that if i ever want to play it I don't want to pay that much. Well, yeah. and these will go down in price. Like, that's the other thing. Like, the consoles aren't going to appreciate, I mean, for a while. Like, if you le if you were to hang on to, like, a bunch of sealed ones. And, like, like wait 25 years. Yeah, maybe. wait 25 years. But, like, after a year, but they're even, not going to be worth but anything. But even so, like, I mean, we're talking, let's say, a sealed NES or sealed Super Nintendo or a sealed N64. There weren't as many. Like, yeah, there was a lot made. You know, but it wasn't a hundred million. We're talking game systems yeah. like a PS4. If you had a sealed PS4, who gives a shit? Yeah. Unless it's like a limited edition yeah, type exactly. of console. Exactly. And then it's not even about that. Yeah. It's about a whole other thing. Exactly. At that point. Exactly. I feel like we went on a random rant there. Yeah. But, well, no, I mean, it's, it's tangentially yeah. related. And like, I think that it is bad. And I think that what really needs to happen, like you said, like 
the retailers need to be the one that step up or, you know, it's a free market out there. Somebody needs to step up and be that retailer that is going to do that and take all the business of the people that want to do it that way. Like, I mean, if you could compete by selling things the way that purchasers really want to purchase them, you should be able to get out there and do something. Well, and here's the thing. If you are somebody out there who who forked over $1,000 for a PlayStation 4 console, like an eBay or locally or anything like that, you're part of the problem, by the way, as to why this is happening. Because the only reason this is happening and the only reason we have bots and other things that are screwing up the ability for consumers to get even two products of something, one to keep or one to, yeah. to play is because you were purchasing from these scalpers. So like that needs to stop too. So anybody out there that's listening and, and you've made these purchases, like st just stop being impatient. Well, they're super luxury items. Like they are, you they can't, are. you can't feel too bad. Like I understand everybody wants their console and everybody's going to hate me for saying this, but like, if you can't wait it out, like the PS five is ugly anyways. Like if you can't wait it out for a better looking one, like you're just, you're not satisfied and you have to be like, we should really want to be in this next generation as quickly as possible so that we could talk about some stuff. Not that I play video games or buy them anyways. Well, I mean, yeah, we'd be, <laughs> we'd be talking more next gen if I had a, an AMD graphics card here that I could play it for even the Nvidia one, but here we are. Uh, if only the stadia would work for me. Yeah. And Ryan could play some, like we'd be in a good position here. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, if your credit score is not 500, you don't need a PS five. I've seen that meme plenty of times. So I, it's a good one. You have to have 100 score per PS. Yeah, 100 score <laughs> per PS. Uh, okay. Oh, no, 120 per uh, PS. Dang it, man. <laughs> I really went under last week. We lost the house and I can only play PS2 games for now. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our inflation deflation this week. We played Blinks the Time Sweeper. Uh, this is by Artoon. Uh, they're the ones that developed it. It was published by Microsoft. And it was directed by Naoto Oshima. Did I get that right, Ryan? Naoto Oshima. I got it close. And it was released in October of 2002, and it is a platformer-type game, which received a reception in the 7 out of 10 range overall. Now, this is an average 7 out of 10. This is one of those games that's like 9s and 5s. Yeah. So it somehow winds up being about a 7. Most people kind of give it like a high 6, mid 7 kind of rating. Like but if you like, rated this game a 5, I don't know what you were thinking because it is definitely not a 5. I could say an 8. It looked phenomenal. Yeah. That's was, the first thing that we both noticed. We were playing on a, on a 360. Xbox 360 what? Elite. Elite. So I don't know if that does like some kind of effect on it, but like, I mean, it was just the regular Xbox disc in there that's the thing i love about xbox like who would have thought that microsoft would be the backwards compatible one i guess they just must have thought about it from the outset because like they never had to make that transition from cd to dvd and then dvd like you know playstation every first console was like a different thing yeah and then nintendo like literally had to change the shape of the plastic Nintendo, Nintendo is just crazy. You look at their controllers and somebody's been on acid while they've been doing those control designs. And the one thing they've hung on to, the GameCube controller. Well, and I guess reselling every single game they've made with yeah. Mario in it. Yeah, wait for a mini 64 at some point. 
Uh, but yeah, dude, so Blinks the Time Sweeper, I loved it, man. Like, if from what we played, we played really like the first world in a sense. It's got like 35 different worlds. and We got through a few levels. Um, yeah, I mean, from what we were playing, uh, you pretty much sweep the area of different enemies and there's boss fights and you're collecting different jewels throughout which allow you to do certain things such as uh rewind time pause time move stuff forward like it's it's cool like it's a really cool concept and it was interesting how like all of the different uh crystal gems that you were collecting you had to like collect a certain amount of them in a certain ratio in order to get like another use of this time power so it's like if you got all blue moons you would get like another pause but if you got like three pink hearts and a yellow star and all your lucky charms together you could make a rewind yeah yeah it's so there's platforming yeah, where you cool. didn't have to get everything like you know usually in most games it's just like oh i'm just getting these coins and it doesn't really matter or well, do anything and there these were, were secret, actually purposeful and there were secret cat things as well that you would find yeah. throughout like those emblems which are pretty cool and and dude being able to suck up various things in the environment was pretty cool too like it oh was a trash cool. can an oil barrel here's a bench like yeah hit enemies with it that more was more things cool. than you thought like you would think no that's a part of the environment oh no it's not yeah. i could take that well i saw you suck up the bench i'm like i wonder if this flower bed can be sucked yeah. up oh shit it can so i thought it was really cool i enjoyed it and uh i was telling my wife about it obviously when we finished playing and she was like whoa really like that sounds like it's right up my alley it's as fun a game looking to play. too yeah it really is and the graphics were good the music was good the controls were pretty good they weren't once bad. we got used to it like it was weird going back like you know, when you go back and play an old game, I mean, you just started playing uh, Mario 64. So, you know, like God, you go back to an old game and like for the first 10 minutes, you're like, yeah, I remember why they stopped doing it this way. Yeah. <laughs> While we were playing 64 last night, I looked at my wife. I'm like, you do realize this is one of my most hated Mario games, right? And it's just like, why? Like, because of these controls, because of everything about this game. Like you go from 2D to 3D platform with shit controls. This is what happens. This is why I never liked it. I know I played like the first two or three levels of that when I got it. There's gonna be a lot of people that shit on me for not liking 64. Dude. I didn't grow up with it, so yeah. it's it's not something. I didn't that was, either. I've never gotten like I've always that been a PlayStation stars. guy. Super Nintendo and in PlayStation after that. Um so yeah, dude, uh brass tax here, complete in box. We're linking at eleven eighty two right now. Uh that peaked in May actually at twelve fifty five and it's been holding at that eleven eighty two price point. Uh, loose 709 is what we got right now. Peaked at uh, eight bucks back in 08. And that's, that's where I got the 08 from. Oh, okay. From that, from I got that you. figure right there. I gotcha. So, um, yes, that's trending down. Dude, in my conservative perspective here, I would have to say if you found this game at 15 bucks, you'd be all right. Like, it's fun. It's you cool. wouldn't feel bad. You would not feel bad. Like, this you would is feel actually like a good you got game. your money worth. Like, this is one of those examples where, like, this was like a pretty early release in Microsoft. Like they were pushing this to be like their Crash or Spyro. You know, I, I don't think anything is ever really going to be a Mario. I think Crash and Spyro proved that. But like it was going to be their cute, cuddly mascot platformer. And it just never went anywhere after this. But like, man, this is what we need an HD remake. Yeah, for sure. Like while I, I didn't or even mention it to a you. new one. Yeah. Screw an HD remake. This didn't have like a bunch of sequels or anyways. Just make a new one. Uh, yeah. And actually, while we were playing, I, I didn't actually mention this to you while we were playing. But I'm like, you know, this could be one of those games that if they remade it, 
I would buy it. Like, it's pretty cool looking. I would totally play this. I bet it's on uh, Game Pass. It probably is. If it's is. on Game Pass, I would totally go back and play this. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, we'll have to look at that whenever I get that. Or XCloud, whatever the hell they call it. Too many names. Right. Far too many names. Uh, but yeah, so Blinks is really cool. Um, if you're listening, you would probably definitely like this if you have an Xbox and, and don't own it. It's a pretty cheap game. Obviously, it's an 1182. You could probably get it for less. But, you know, as we said, if you find this for like 15 bucks or a little bit less than that, it's a good enough game that it's, it's cool. Uh, I did pick up my copy for a free fitty. Uh, Justin actually gave it to me as a random birthday present in a, a box that he sent me of random games. And uh, that happened to be in there. And there's a four dollar good. You get a lot of tag. random games in the mail, don't you, John? I really do. Yeah. Like I <laughs> that should be a thing like a grab bag game service. There is. Where you just pay five bucks a month and you get like whatever kind of game. Oh, well, there's not five bucks a month. It's 40 bucks a month. That's so, stupid. It might not be worth 40 bucks. No, it's like video game collect, I think is what they call it. And uh, and there's another one too, Retro Treasure or something. I don't, you know, James over at, or not James, Jesus, Jason at Corpse Slug Gaming. Uh, he does it. He has a monthly subscription. I don't know if he's still doing it, but uh, he was doing both for a while there. And they get like, it's like 40 bucks and they send you a bunch of games that are supposed to be valued at 40 bucks. And you can import your collection, mark off what you already have, what you don't have. Uh, yeah, it might be something I buy. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they, they have that and you could do retro games, you know, other types of games. The only issue is that I don't think they give you complete in box for some of those games. So I have a feeling oh, it's like 40 bucks a month for a random box. Here's 38 copies of Madden 09. Well, they don't give you duplicates. <laughs> and so you don't get duplicates. So you can mark off the types of games you don't want. So you might say, I want RPGs, action games, and platformers. And that's what you put. And then you, they send you an email. Dude, you're too picky. We don't have any of that shit. Right? Like, I would just strategically mark off everything. So all I would get are the expensive games, which, of course, they're not going to send you anyways. I don't even know how that works. Like, what happens if you got like 5,000 games in your collection and you're missing like 20 from one console and you're like, that's the console I want to collect for? Well, then you're the guy. That. You're that guy yeah. that has to go online and pay those outrageous prices. Yeah, I'm the guy, apparently. So, yeah, definitely uh, that's that's an idea of something down the road that I could look at. Um, but, yeah, so check it out. I think mine was 4 bucks from Goodwill. So uh, there are deals out there and uh you can always find something yeah you can always find something out there. and this is definitely a game like like if anybody's actually charging you like what is it it's 1182 right now so if you go out there and somebody's charging you 15 like they're not really getting that one much over you because it feels like a game like from what we even just played of it like i would totally think that 15 dollars would be a fine price yeah. if you got three four hours out of enjoyed it yeah 100 percent. so all right. Well, uh, we have to figure out what the heck we're playing next week. We always have this issue. Never. This should just be like our new, our new thing. Just random game for next week. So I don't know what you're feeling. Uh, I've got some new Switch games I picked up recently. Uh, you know, we could play. Well, God, I hate doing new games because it's hard to like. Say, because their prices are what they are. Yeah, the prices are what they are. But I mean, you could always talk about the value and whether or not it's worth waiting down the road to play it. So we'll think of it. We'll get some for you guys next week. But uh, this has been episode 107 of Game Deflators Podcast. Of course, catch us on our social media channels through Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and all those great podcast applications out there. Ryan's doing a dance for Podcast Addict and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Podbean. Uh, but go check us out on there. My name's John. I'm Ryan. And thanks for listening.